everyone. Welcome to Mixtape Mixtape. Podcast, podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. Each episode, we pick a topic and make you a mix. What is this week's topic, Julia? This week's topic is all about the dramas Ooh. with a Z. Dramas for your mamas. <laughs> So, Julia, what has been going on in quarantine life? So, Michael, um, nothing. Watched a lot of TV. (laughs) um, Finished a book in like three days. So that was a record for me. Um, Making more masks. And collecting that unemployment. Collecting that unemployment on the old government teat right there. (laughs) Yeah. It's my dream job. I'm not doing anything. I'm just kind of hanging out. Actually, I'm working all the time. So I've got a couple of projects uh, going, but um, working from home, which sucks because I feel like I'm working more than I was working before. Now I actually- it's, it's kind of like a violation of your personal space when you're working from home because like sometimes I'll go into the bedroom and I don't like being in the bedroom all day because that's my sleeping space. So if I have to do something like watch TV or do work or, you know, do podcast stuff on the computer, I don't like it because that's my space. I imagine that's what working from home is like. Yeah, it's like that. It's like me and my naughty cabinet where I go to masturbate. Um, I work from there sometimes and it ruins it. Like it just ruins it. Masturbatorium? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, it takes time to cover all the ceiling pieces in plastic and it's just, you know. It's hard. So God, the amount of lotion you buy. Jesus Christ. I, I'm more of a dry. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> oh, that sounds painful. <laughs> All right. Speaking, anyway, of... <laughs> speaking of painful, <laughs> we, we have, have a guest today. <laughs> we have a special guest. Who knew that we could get a guest on uh, quarantine? But we it might couldn't be get, easier. We, we only got like five <laughs> other guests the entire time of the show. But now there's quarantine. It's like, oh, hey, you can just... You don't even have to leave your 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 bedroom. They're like, oh shit, I'll do it. What else do I got to do? <laughs> got a computer, got headphones, cool, you're on our show. We'll Let's travel. Do this. Well, you can introduce the guest. You can introduce our guest. Okay, everybody welcome Eduardo Alvarado. I said it in my white voice so that people will understand. It was your customer service voice? Hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Eddie's here. There he is. Eddie's All right, here. Cool. Eddie, hi. Eddie, a friend of the show, Eddie. Um I've known you for quite Jeez. some time. Yeah, I mean, I was at your wedding. You were at my wedding, and then ever since I met John, I've known you because we were yes. But um, Those. I know you. You tell us who you are and what you do. <laughs> well, tell, uh, tell our five listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I mean, I met you and John through. I used to work at K Rock. Uh, yep. Crap, almost ten years ago. 2006 is when I started Mm -hmm. K-Rock. I was there for six years, and then I moved away into television. And now I work at uh, South Park, the cartoon show. Which is such an awesome... I think what you do is so cool and so unique, and it's one of those things that people don't think about in animation or in TV. Like, I love all the the behind-the-scenes stuff, so if you want to explain what it is... Yeah, so I I work as a, a technically... 
were called lip sync department. And I know you think it's like Britney Spears type lip sync, but that's not really what it is. <laughs> uh, it's more of, I like to tell people I'm an assistant animator because all we do, our department does, is we listen to the voice recordings, the voice audios, and then we have to match the voice to the actual character. Because essentially all the characters have the same mouth. That's crazy. So it's convenient, I guess, for animating, right? Because it's like, if you've got just one mouth and they've got all the, I don't, I don't imagine, do they save, like, they have all the, all the mouth movements saved in one place and they just kind of, you have to, it's up to you to kind of sync them up? Is that how it works or? Yeah. So we use, um, the program's called Maya. It's, uh, I think it's Mac-based, Apple. Uh, so there's, uh, it's like a 10 key. Uh, there's a, there's a code for every vowel and consonant. And then there's certain things how Matt and Trey love a sequence of how the mouth moves. So it's, I mean, it's not really hard, but it gets tedious when you have like a 2000 frame, you know, framer and it's especially Cartman because Cartman speaks so fast and it's hard to get every movement in there. So sometimes you got to cheat, but yeah, I mean, it's it, everything. It's, I like to say it's the minutiae work that the animators don't want to do because it adds more to their plate. And it's like when my coworkers start complaining or whatever, I'm like, yo, they can just quit our department. Like, pay the animators more and then you know we're out of a job so i'm like shut up let's keep doing this well so so that must be um that that must be crazy because it's like that show is has a reputation for being um very topical sometimes day of the show right so so let's say you have a a light cartman week right where you it's like cartman's in it but then the last minute oh well cartman's gonna make fun of trump or whatever it is and now he's got a monologue and all that yeah you're up to like three in the morning like you know the day before trying to has that ever happened or oh yeah i mean when we're on season we work uh on average 14 hour shifts with one one day out of the week uh every tuesday because the show airs on wednesdays so every Tuesday, we work 24 hours straight. Like, we go in, and I go in Tuesday morning, and then I won't get out till Wednesday morning. Um, and, it, yeah, it's, it's insane, but I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, and then I'm off most of the time. I mean, I know everyone's in quarantine right now at the moment, but this is my hiatus. Like, I don't go back to work till September, and I just chill, and, you know, I just can't do hood rat stuff with my hood rat friends. But. Do hood rat stuff with my friends. Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking over here. I saw a documentary uh, about the process of making an episode. It's insane, like, how they come up. Sometimes it seems like they come up with the topic at the very last minute, and then it's like a scramble to get the show done. But everything that goes on. It's, uh, yeah, I believe it's called Six Days. Uh And I had just started working there when they started filming. And I remember, like, one of the, like, crews try to ask me, and I'm like, ah, today's my first day. I don't know what, like, what I'm doing. Like, sorry. I can't answer your questions. Or <laughs> I'm, I can turn. You're just asking the guy, where's the bathroom? Like, yeah. I, I don't even know. Like, I'm like, I can turn my computer on? Like, that's as far as I can show you what I can do right now. Like, I have no idea. But, no, I mean, thank God we have a deadline because, I mean, Trey is, like, this Rain Man dude. Like, he's just constantly thinking. And you can see it in his eyes. Like, his eyes are just going back and forth. Um, and he has all these different concepts and ideas. And, you know, I just, oh, man, I would love to just be in his brain a little bit and see what how his thinking process is. 
But no, that, and I think that's why we work so many hours is because, you know, we're able to, they're able, the writers are able to switch, you know, anything that happens right away, they're able to be on topic and it's more, mm-hmm. um, you know, people think, oh, you guys knew about it. It's like, no, we're, that's, we work, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So. Yeah. And that's, that's actually the thing that really keeps that show. Well, I mean, the show obviously is hilarious and it's, but the topical, like how topical it is, if you have a movie star die on a Friday, you know, or, or let's say he dies on a Sunday, I mean, you guys can have him in your show that, you know, for the Wednesday, which is pretty crazy to think, or, or something topical, like a news, like a, yeah, you know, a political debate or, or whatever, whatever it is, you know, so that's, that's really great. But uh, yeah, no, they're, they're into it. It's, it's crazy how the, the process, the whole entire process goes. It's like, it's insane to me. Awesome. Well, so as tradition of the show, as if you know this, you don't know this, but <laughs> tradition of the show is uh, the guest always picks the topic. So this week uh, we're doing drama. That was your songs about drama. So that was your thing. So why did you pick that topic? Now we're going to dive into that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you know what? I just feel like with movies and TVs and even like telenovelas. Uh, see, I said it with my customer service accent too. Telenovelas. Um <laughs> It's, you know, I think music has a, has a big part of every, any TV show or movie, uh, and especially dramatic songs. Like, you know, for example, I think the best soundtrack, Kill Bill, Volume 1 for me, off the hand, off yeah, bat. Yeah, yeah. Like, every scene, every song, it connected you to the film. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, it's very important. And, you know, people, the haters will say I'm dramatic too, but whatever. Yeah, dude, a lot of the Tarantino films are like that, right? They're so drawn into music first. It's almost as if the song is in mind before the character even enters. Yeah. Before the character's it's, even written, you know? I, I just love it. I love it. Yeah, and it, it adds that pacing to it, too. That Kill Bill, the, the nurse, uh, the, the nurse uh, part where they've got the whistling song. I oh, the whistling song? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Dude. Dude, seriously, it just adds a level of drama to it. It's really great. But, well, cool then. So, I, I I'm with you on all that. Uh, what what do you uh, what do you think your first song is gonna be? You know what? I'm gonna have to dive dive deep into it. I mean, I'm a big Grizz and Natalie fan. I don't know if any of you are. Um, and you know, I like to tell people that uh, you know I'm a doctor, have 16 years experience, cause <laughs> been going to Grace Sloan. Uh, so yeah, my, <laughs> my, uh, obviously, uh, Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. So Grey's Anatomy. Grey's, you picked that because of Grey's Anatomy. Let's talk about Grey's Anatomy for, for, for once. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been... A... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Oh, um, yeah. Grey's, I mean, I've been a fan for 16 years now. It's, on, it's just wrapped up in 16th season. And actually, they cut it short because of the Rona. God damn you, coronavirus. <laughs> so I got shorted for... 
four episodes, I think, they they weren't able to film because they had to stop everything. Uh, see, you know. see, just keep keeping keeping people from their stories, man. They keep people from their stories. <laughs> I I never saw that show. I only ever watched. I watched ER. But that was Ooh, it. I loved ER. I was. A I loved show. ER. Yeah. ER was. So I good. cried like a baby. When when anyway, that's a different story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike, yeah. what's your song? Oh, I'm going next. Okay, great. Yeah, go for it. Ladies All right, first. Cool. Ladies first. Ladies first. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm gonna do. Uh, well, if it's a drama, it's it, we're talking about dramas. I gotta go with my girl Mary J. Blige. No more drama. Just the beginning of the song is worth mm-hmm. it, but. We're gonna play no more drama, and the only reason is because I the first time I ever heard drama in that way, like, like, girl, she's drama. It was somebody re- referred this song. She, I'm like, Blige, I want no more drama, and I was, and I had to look. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't even know what that is. So, <laughs> so anyway, you go to Urban Dictionary. I did. I had to go to UrbanDictionary.com. <laughs> it said Urban Urban Dictionary, and then it was like for white people. <laughs> <laughs> so here she is. Mary J. Blige, no more drama. But it reminds me of, is that how Stella got her groove back? Who's the one that's burning the car and walking away? Angela Bassett. Ooh, yes. Angela Bassett, yeah. I hear, I think of that when I hear that song. Well, there's, I don't know, I don't think it was that song. I know, it I is know a Mary J. Supply song. It's mm-hmm. 11 Years is the one uh, from that movie. She's, okay, she's made a career out of these, out of these burning the clothes, burning the car and walking away and not looking back. Like, uh-huh. seriously, like. The drama songs, she's she's got that dialed up, like no no big deal. And then you know, you know the Biggie song too. I mean, come on, she's yeah, she's got it all dialed up. She knows what's up. <laughs> Just give her some knee length, uh, high heel boots and high, yeah, high heel boots and some dark dark uh, what do you call it? Like Versace glasses. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And her fedora hat, her fedora hat, fedora. Her, yes. yes. And her dancing. Where, where in the world is drama San Diego? And she walks. <laughs> Yes, yes. Drama San Diego. All right, Yulia, what do you got? Okay, so when I heard the word drama, I was trying to think of, you automatically go to like relationships and the fighting and everything that goes on in there. So like the ultimate relationship song, which really isn't about like the guy itself, but it's Brandy and Monica, The Boy Is Mine. Oh, yeah. Because this is a full-on feud between Dude, the girls. This song, when this song was popular, it was on every five Oh, minutes. everything. Like, everywhere. Like, they you pushed know? this song so hard. Dude, I remember watching, not watching MTV during the day just because every, no, like, 18 minutes they'd play this this song. It'd be the MTV Beyond as, like, a constant companion in my, like, late teens and early 20s. And that song was, like, featured. It was, dude. Oh. But let's hear it. Let's hear your That Boy Is Mine. Oh, 
That boy's mine, bitch. Stay away. <laughs> Rude. Um, didn't they have a feud in real life? Didn't they not like each other? I think or- so. I don't know. Mm. It was like a Hall and Oates thing where one of them got 51% and the other one got 49%. And it was like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, I, you know, I think it was, it was that. I think it was something with royalties or something. Right. Or like or, Monica wasn't even supposed to be in the song. It was someone else. I feel. I, I would, yeah, I, I would have. Aaliyah, the, was it Aaliyah that was supposed to be in the song? She was still alive, right? Yeah, but I think Aaliyah was, think she didn't need, so. she didn't need them. They needed her. Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> exactly. That's probably why she didn't do it. They okay, need a baby I'm girl. Coming, I'm coming in for this one. They fought over everything from their duet, including who was better friends with Whitney Houston at the time. Oh, oh <laughs> Lord. Wait, who would have been better friends? Probably Brandy. Bra- Brandy, because they, they did Cinderella. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They did Cinderella together. Okay. So that's Wait, it. you know. Mo to the. E to the. Moesha. Moesha. <laughs> I love Moesha. I wanted to be Moesha. She was so damn cool. <laughs> her Moesha and her friend, so cool. um, what was her friend? Nikki Parker? Nikki? Yeah, Nikki, Nikki. Parker. The Parkers? I used to love yeah, watching the Parkers. The Parkers was funny. Yeah, I was, anyway. like, I was already like working at a bar probably by then. <laughs> changing flat tires for a living or something. <laughs> All right, Eddie, you're up. What do you got? All right. Well, since we we're talking about breakup songs, I think the best one for me, and it's super dramatic, is a Spanish one. It's Que Crias by Selena. And just, just oh, that song. Woo! I'm getting the chills right now thinking about it. <laughs> I love those songs. Those are the end of the night, end of the party songs. Yeah, drunk, super drunk. drunk. You're sitting in a chair by yourself. Yeah. No, no one's talking to you, but you're talking to someone or drunk dialing or drunk texting somebody. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I can How... see. <laughs> you're taking off your hat. You're rubbing your head. <laughs> Water, watery eyes. Like yeah. Eyes are all watery. And then somebody asks you what's wrong, and you're like, nothing. It's my allergies. Like nothing. nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You wouldn't understand anyway. <laughs> Like for yeah. Selena to sing that type of song, which is such like a only men kind of sing that way. Yeah, I mean the convi- you can hear the conviction yes. in in her voice, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's basically her. It's a breakup song, and she's you know she gets dumped, and then the guy comes back, tries to come in her life, and she's oh, what'd you think I was waiting for you? You know, like oh, stab me in the heart and twist it. Rad. Rad. <laughs> See, a guy couldn't get away with that type of a song, though. Like, that's the type of song a man might have sang in the past. But what, what, what's a guy going to say? Oh, you're going to come back and, and yeah. wait, wait for you? No, the man would go <laughs> back to her. Like, <laughs> or, like, nowadays, you'd sound like a creep. Yeah, totally. And, like, you're a totally stalker right. or something. Yeah. 
right, right, for sure. Well, that was a good choice. All right, well, let me see. I'm trying to think, when I think of drama, I was thinking of like, I wasn't necessarily think of dra dramatic songs as I was thinking of like, like dramatic singers, like, you know, so people who sing with drama, like they were in musical theater, maybe. No. Uh, <laughs> so that's what led me to this song, which you kids love. Your generation loves this. You damn kids. No. Um, Who, me? But uh, <laughs> definitely a dramatic song, an anthemic song of the time. But I'm going to play uh, Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. First time you'll, and probably last, you'll ever hear me play a My Chemical Romance song. But here it is. Join the Black Parade. Here he is. Okay, so, yeah, so uh, Black Parade, so they were supposed to reunite, right? These, or, or they did. You, Eddie, you're saying they were reunited during the break? Yeah, they, they got, I believe in December or November, there was like a two-day night event in, uh, at the Forum in Los Angeles. Okay, that makes sense. I, I don't know the band other than, um, I know that there's a connection with a producer that I've worked with. Um, who's an Orange County guy, uh, okay. who basically helped put that band together, which I had no idea uh, that until like, it was probably November last year, I was recording with the guy and he had all this insight on, uh, what's the guy's name? Gerard? Gerard. Gerard. Dr. Butler? Gerard, no. No, that's, what, that's, the, that's the other guy. That's the actor. That's the actor. <laughs> Gerard Way? Way, is that his name? No. I, yes, Way. it's Way. Yeah. Way. Way, yes, Gerard Way. And they were talking about there's a connection there with the Aquabats and there's a connection with all these Orange really? County yeah, acts wow. with Gerard Way. So there's, there's kind of a two degrees of separation <laughs> thing uh, going on there. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm not, um, that was more like, I think I was a little more DIY with my emo music than that. That's more hot topic than, <laughs> 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 you know, than uh, 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 it's more retail emo, I think, than, uh, than, I would be into, but that song was huge. I mean, it was everywhere. So you got, they're doing something right, clearly. So, uh, yeah, poor fans. Not going to get to see them anymore. Sorry. You know what? 31, 30 somethings, go take your long, your long sleeve thumb um, with a thumb <laughs> hole in it like thumb <laughs> hole, and use it as a, as a tissue and wipe your faces until <laughs> the next time you can see my chemical romance after the Rona. Did you see? Um, I forgot. I know in Europe they were starting to do it, but do you think like doing concerts or festivals where people sit in their car would work here? Dude, mm. we were just talking about it. I, I had take, uh, I take my keyboards to this guy to get them fixed. And uh, I was talking to him yesterday. He goes, you know what you guys should do is you should, you should rent out a, a drive-in and, and just play at the drive-in. And then, you know, film it and put it up on the screen. That's how we talk. So, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. I heard that people are, I heard, in Europe, I hear they're doing that. You know, I heard mm -hmm. like, uh, or Dave Matthews is doing it too. He's doing like a drive-in tour where he's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's playing live or they're just showing Dave Matthews. Video. Video. I don't know. I don't know. 
See, I don't think it would work because people like to drink when they go to concerts. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. If, and if you're in your car, you're technically committing a crime. So you need a designated and then you need a van, which proves, which is my point, yeah. is that we need more vans in this culture. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do whatever. What's going on in that van? Nobody knows. <laughs> Who's asking? I mean, I mean they sure. can start another uh, car service, like, a, you know, like a Lyft or Uber and just be specifically for the concerts. But, I mean, do we really want to live in a world where – we're gonna stay in our cars and watch the concert. Yeah, well, I don't. I, mean, I don't want that. I don't think. Yeah, I don't I want, want that. that. Uh, then how do you go to the bathroom? I mean, it's supposed to be for us to be. You know what I mean? That's gonna be a cesspool every time everybody has to go to the bathroom. That's true. It's and I like, guess I guess we don't need the excuse to have a private place to make out anymore or whatever, because that was the whole appeal of having a drive-in when we I was in high school. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, like I only went to the drive-in once, I think, but that was the point. The point was to like. You had a couple sit in the front seat and then a couple sat in the back seat and you just made out. That was the whole thing. So there it is. Gross. <laughs> uh, this will date me. The last, the last drive-in movie I ever saw um, was a double feature of the Wayans, the immortal Wayans comedy, Mo Money, and Single White Female. So there you oh, go. Damn. <laughs> damn. Mine was Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, damn you too. That's, that's an oldie. That's an oldie. Yeah. I'm also a child. Yeah. Mine was, uh, I had mentioned Gerard Butler earlier. It was one of his movies when he, the president, was it? Oh, really? Shit. That was, Olympus is Fallen or something. Oh, that cool. was relatively recent though. That was like in the last 10 years. I always think of drive-ins yeah. as like really, was, really old. Well, there's a drive-in in Riverside. That's, I think. that's what this guy told me. There's a drive-in called like the Tiki Drive-In. Wherever yeah, that's that's here. It's actually uh, Montclair. That's not. It's near yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's still it open. It's actually still open right now. People mm -hmm. have been going, but I'm like, yeah, I can watch that at home. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm gonna go out there and check that out. Eddie, um, what has been? Do you have a favorite episode or a favorite episode you've worked on, or one that's meant something? Um. Well, yes. Uh, my first season, I, I started working there season 15, and we did, it's called Last of the Mexicans, and basically the kids are playing cops and robbers, but instead of cops and robbers, it's immigration and Mexican. <laughs> um, and so Butters is playing a Mexican, and he gets hit in the head, and he gets amnesia, and he thinks he's Mexican. Um <laughs> So I was able, and it was like a long, they, first of all, they, they actually asked me to translate the script because the Spanish that they had was uh, Central American based and it wasn't like Mexican, mm -hmm. Mexico, Mexican, um, Spanish. And so, yeah, so I, I got to help out with that. And then I think I, I remember I was telling you guys when we worked those 24 hour shifts, probably like three in the morning, my, my boss, uh, one of the executive producers, he like legit came up to me and said, hey, you want to record something? And so I got typecast as El Pollo Loco worker. <laughs> so whatever, you know, I'll take what I can get. Uh, <laughs> so I think that was probably my favorite one, just because I got to, you know, see how they do the script and the writing and everything's in acts. And I, I just, yeah, that's probably the best one that, that I have to say is my favorite episode. That's just personally because I'm being, you know, me. You're being exploited. You're being exploited. <laughs> yeah, I'm gotcha. Oh well, don't even get me started. I mean, they exploited me with the last video game that we did called Fractured But Whole. 
and I'm playing, <laughs> I am playing uh, Butters as Mexican Minion. I play, I that's my voice on the game. Wow. So, I love Butters though. Butters, that, is, like, he's just the best. Like I don't know if it's his like little lift or Dude, I don't know because he, just, I, cause I don't he know. Sa- he gets the best lines. He says the most outrageous shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember walk just wa- having it on and just walking by like doing laundry like it was on and. The the line he had was like, "Do you ever touch your wee- tuck your wiener back between <laughs> the wiener and your balls back behind your legs and make a little fruit bowl?" And I was like, and I'm like "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh my god! No, it, yeah, it, he's I just he's he's probably my favorite of all the characters. Yeah, it's funny. All right, Julia, what do you got? You got uh, you got a song or what? Of course, I come prepared. Um, So I don't think you can have drama without, and you brought up emo without dashboard. No, you're taking one of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Are you playing? Are you playing? playing, uh, Let me see if I can guess. Are you playing? Are you playing? I'm gonna look at my list and just see if we're in we're in sync. Are you playing? Okay. Are you playing Best Deceptions? No. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Maybe okay. I'll play Best Deceptions. Who knows? <laughs> this is uh, The Sharp Hint of New Tears. Oh, okay. Wow. I, Very I love, dramatic. Yeah, I've been listening to Dashboard the past couple of days. So, like, this is perfect. He All right. Fits. Let's hear it. Chris Carava. Right. Let's hear him. I should have seen it sooner. Expect me to apologize for things that you've done wrong while you're inciting others. You're owning up to nothing and I wish that I was gone because you're not going anywhere. Oh, and all the all the 15-year-old girls. He doesn't even have to sing. He doesn't, he doesn't. sing. Dude, I, I went, I looked up uh, songs because uh, I wanted to do a dashboard song as well. And I, and I listened to her the first time to the MTV Unplugged. He doesn't even sing the songs. <laughs> he just starts them and he lets everybody go. Like, dude, you got to sing something, bro. You're getting paid. You got to sing something. <laughs> he doesn't though. Like yeah. I, I've been, the last dashboard show I think I went to was maybe like a year or two ago. Same thing. Really? We just sang the wow. whole time. And that was Hands so down, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Chris Carabba. Did he have he did a, a soundtrack too for I think it was Spy, one of the Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, he did one yeah. of the Spider Man's. And I remember thinking like, oh wow. Vindicated. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I thinking, when that came out, like I saw that movie on a plane. I was going to New, oh, wow. going to New York. And um and I didn't know he did it. And I thought, shit, dude. That guy's like big. <laughs> he did a soundtrack like for Sony. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Except I don't think I've, I've only seen uh, Dashboard. I've only seen Chris Caraba like once, twice in my whole life. So really? you're way ahead of me it's there. Fun. I, I would like to go see him actually though. Cause the songs are actually really well written and uh, he can't, he can't still scream like that. I would assume he's, he's mellowed out a little bit, but who knows? He does though. When oh, he does he? think he's, he can still do it. The only thing I don't like is he has this big beard right now. I just don't know the look he's going for. I, I would have to say he's in his forties, but I think he's still trying to play that like emo card, but I just don't think it works. I don't yeah, know. What? I said for a 40-year-old, yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> for him, no. Like, he has this 
huge beard and he's wearing tank tops that are very like low on the sides too and I'm like mm. just don't I don't like guys in tank tops anyways but just don't so you prefer that he wears a nice three-button suit no wins <laughs> or not when he goes out and plays I want flannels buttoned up to the top even during summer Okay, gotcha. okay. The, cho- the cholo choke, that's how I. That's how I roll. That's how I go out. I, I, when I, when I go to work sometimes, I because I have a corporate job, I do that. I have the shirt buttoned up, and everybody, everybody goes, shirt's buttoned up all the way to the front. There, it's all the way to the top. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, dude, you don't know. You they don't know, know you come from Anaheim. They don't know. <laughs> you don't even know me like that. You don't even know me, fool. What's up, fool? Yeah, they, so I stopped calling people fool at work so they know that I've assimilated. <laughs> <laughs> That's my coffee, fool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, fool, F-O-O, not yeah. F-O-O. Exactly. Foo. Foo. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Hey, uh, right. incidentally, the best uh, – I forgot what it's called now. I was going to say there's a really good Instagram. Is it like come at me, fool? Oh, foo, like, foo, foo's, gone, foo's Gone Wild? Foo's Gone Wild is, is a good one, too. It's pretty hilarious. Pretty hilarious. Anyway, all right. All right, Eddie, it's your turn, buddy. What do you what do you want to do? Oh, uh, let's see. Although, uh, uh, listen, I you know there's bands out there that are not for everyone, and I have to say, Paramore is not for me. Oh, okay. But, but their song, the only exception is my only exception for them. Ah, sorry. <laughs> this is Mickey <laughs> It's Ricky Martin. He's very dramatic. Shit, I thought that was Kobe Calais. I didn't know that was Paramore. Shit, man, what the hell? You guys are, you guys are twisting my melon right now. That's that's just insane. another girl with bangs and a piano. Sorry. Yeah, another girl with bangs and a piano. <laughs> Although Paramore, I mean, they they're kind of in the Jimmy World camp. Like they came yeah. through them, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess I guess that's cool. I mean, I don't know. Is she still? I thought she was the only one in it now. I don't know. If, I if think it's two of them. Okay. From the original uh, band. Uh, members, I guess, right? That's what it's called. I don't know. Uh, she got started so young, though. I mean, that, I mean, she was probably like, 15, oh, yeah, she was, 16. yeah, she was in her teens. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I just never really, I don't know. It was, they were never my thing. And I always thought they were kind of little bootleg, no doubt, a little bit. I thought she oh. tried too hard. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought she tried too hard. And I'm like, there can only be one Gwen, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, Gwenaby, bitch. <laughs> yes, Gwenaby. You all started the dramas on this episode. Right, to call people out. Yeah, I, I got no, no, we got no time for that. Right, they, can't they can't come. They quarantine. They quarantine. Come at me. Come at me, bro. At me. Um, I think she has her own, the lead singer has her own, like, side project now, which oh. isn't bad either. Like, I don't mind her solo stuff. What's it called? Gwenabeam? No, yeah, she's wearing a little bendy and she has pink hair. See? She just pouts at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Am I making myself clear? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, 
Gwen Stefanovic. Gwen Stefanovic. We're in the white paint. Gwen. Alright. Now that Julia took my dashboard confessional, I'll go with I'll go with the next best thing. I'm gonna do I'm never sure how to pronounce this, so I'm gonna do my best. Um because there's an exclamation point in it, so I have to make sure that I'm saying it correctly. It's panic at the disco. <laughs> <laughs> I write sins, not tragedies, uh, mainly just because this guy wrote a novel and he fit it into like a three-minute song, which is pretty cool. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this fool is drama. He is. You could just tell. I I wouldn't even go to Sizzler with this guy because I'd be afraid he'd make a scene. Okay. I'm just saying. Oh God. <laughs> Need more cheese toast? Excuse me. Mm. Can I get some more cheese toast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here it is. I write sins, not tragedies, by Panic at the Disco. I chime in with the haven't you people ever heard of closing a goddamn door? No, it's much better to face these kinds of things with a sense of voice and rationality. Why not? <laughs> yeah, no, the guy, that dude. I so what's it, Eddie? You know the guy's name? I forget the singer's name. Brendan, Brendan, Brendan something, something. Okay, yeah, um, but it, it is Brendan. Really dramatic, but we were talking about it off air while we were listening. Uh, that Panic is one of those bands that is really associated with Fuel by Ramen, uh, uh, with Less Than Jake's label, and uh, they really, I mean, Fuel by Ramen had a lot of great bands that broke off of that label. I think they were. I'm, I mean, I'm not at Capitol or anything, and I never have been, but I think they're they're like, if you had a band that was signed, you wanted to give them a shot, they put them on Fuel by Ramen. And, and so they were there at the same time. Gym Class Heroes was there, uh, and uh, also Christina sang at Paramore as well. So, so, and Eddie, you're saying when you were at K-Rock, they were playing them a bunch? Oh, yeah. They were, <clears throat> they were like on rotation, I think. Like every, you know, it was like every other yeah. two hours that they were they on. They still have mm-hmm. to be, I think. I think I just heard something by them. I, the guy's got just a very distinctive voice. So, yeah. Well, I know he they just, he just did a, or they just did a cover of Queen. And I think it was last, or two years ago at Weedy Roast. Hmm. Um, I forget which Queen, what song, which is probably Bohemian Rhapsody. Is pro- I, that's the one that he did. Oh, he actually did, he did really good. I mean, he has a powerful voice. Oh, for sure. I mean, you can't fake that. That guy's not a slouch, that's for sure. But anyway, okay. So, Julia, what you got? Um, I'm going to go with... Let's play some Alanis Morissette. Okay, but I'm here to find you. (laughs) And we're going to play, like, the most dramatic song because she basically spilled her relationship in this song to Uncle Joey. Um, Mm. So this is You Ought to Know, where talks about me singing this in sixth grade and not knowing what the hell she's talking about but then later you listen to those lyrics and you're like wow that's dirty that's some adult adult stuff that i shouldn't have listened to what's uh, what's uncle joey's name david david cool hitting it underage style in a theater what up (laughs) (laughs) all right have mercy. Oh, 
so they yeah honestly that's that's the song that was about that yeah. Alanis sang you ought to know right that's right but that's uh, right. I, don't, I, I don't know if you guys <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw today that one of the Olsen twins is is divorcing her husband time. I did not uh, see that and I saw the picture and I was like oh that's a nice picture of you know Danny Tanner kissing Michelle and I look again I'm like oh that's her ex-husband or ex-husband to be hashtag daddy issues totally like from the beginning that relationship like she looks like such a child and he looks like such a grandpa yeah like that was weird but he was also like a super billionaire right yeah he's yeah he's like a super i mean but so is she and you gotta run in the same circles i mean when you're super billionaire I'm sure you get tired of like paying for your friends to come with you every every time you want to go do something. You got to start hanging around with who's around. And if you're going to a runway show at like 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, well, who else is going to be there except for Grandpa French guy? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look at Sama Hayek. You know, she scored. She got a French billionaire too. Good for her. Uh, yeah, good for her from that little village in Mexico she came from. I love her. She did it right. I, mean, I was thinking about Fool's Russian the other day, how much I love it. Aw, that was a good movie. Fool's Russian, Mike, which one is that? With Matthew... Uh, Perry. Perry? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah In yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. That was supposed to be like one of her breakout kind of movies, I think, back then, right? Or was she already established? She was established because she yeah. had, um, was it From Dust Till Dawn? Oh, right. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And Dogma? Did Dogma come out before? Oh, no, way after... Yeah, was after. Way after, yeah. yeah. Which Alanis was also in it. She played God. Yeah, she was Dog. Dog was one of those. That's like a. That's like a. That's like a uh, low key like rad film. Like it's really cool. It's oh, amazing. I, yeah, really good. George I, I mean, after, oh yeah, uh, Carrie Fisher. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a big cast. Matt Matt Damon. Damon and Ben Affleck. Matt Damon. Alec Baldwin, like you know, no, he wasn't Alan, in it. Alan Rickman was in it. Um, Rickman was Chris in it. Rock was in it. Right. Yeah, right. Chris Rock. After George I seen Charlie, that movie, Chris I stopped Rock, going yeah. to the Catholic church. <laughs> so it worked. It worked. I was like, "Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. I'm not going anymore." Like, you can't God make is a woman. You can't make me. Yeah, God is a woman. Oh, I uh, never mind. We don't want to get into that, but <laughs> she won't kill you. Um, I love Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him. Really good. All right, you're up, Eddie. Uh, so I'm gonna. Uh, do you guys remember Short Circuit? The movie? Oh yeah. Yes. And number um, five. Johnny Five. Yeah. Gutenberg, of course. Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Short Circuit Two. There is a song that they play by Bonnie Tyler, holding out for a hero. Oh yeah! It was just the oh, perfect okay. song for the perfect scene where he's out to be a hero. that song i take it back i know of it. course you've heard that song everybody's heard that song 
there's a like a screamo version of it too and i didn't i didn't know i forget who actually sings it but i had downloaded it like on itunes a long time ago and i liked the different version and then when it cuts into the screamo part i was like i feel smeal what, what <laughs> i just listened to you do so the Eddie, sign of the cross and you back away Eddie, what what what's your perspective on all the shakeup that happened at K Rock recently with uh with the morning show being uh changed and kept Ex- well Ixnade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You at the end of the day, every station, it's a business. Uh when I first started working at K Rock, we were owned by CBS Radio, which was Les Moonves, and you know, there was a bunch of drama with him too, mm-hmm. with the whole like uh Me Too movement. Yeah, right. Um and so there was always that. And I, I think I would, I mean, I loved my time at K-Rock. I was there for six years before I transitioned. I got to meet awesome people and, you know, um, but I want to say probably the only first two or three years, half the time was really great because we were able to do awesome promotions and awesome giveaways and stuff like that. And then it, it kind of like went downhill where a lot, and and I don't think specifically the LA market, but I know different radio stations across the, the country were getting sued for whatever the promo team was doing out and about, you know. So it changed. So with Intercom came, they kind of went back to that setting, but it's about money though. And for whatever reason, you know, they had to uh revamp the the morning show i don't think it was a good pick what they did yeah um but you know i there's they have it's about money and honestly like with different platforms now it's kind of hard to keep terrestrial radio alive oh for sure for sure it's, and i think with with a kept with a show like kevin and beans i i would I, re- I shared this actually when it happened but the first time I ever heard Kevin and Bean, I was a sophomore in high school. And it was like, I remember sitting on the field, like on the tailgate of somebody's truck, listening to the first Kevin and Bean show, you know, and uh, for them to be out for that long, that's a tremendous run, no matter what you're doing. I don't care if you're a pipe fitter or a yeah. real estate agent or whatever you do. The fact that you're in a cutthroat market like radio and you're able to do that. But also that being said, I, Kevin and Bean isn't for me. You know, I haven't listened to Kevin and Bean and probably 15 years you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i did enjoy it and and it's it spawned a lot of careers i mean let's be real you wouldn't have carson daly wouldn't have a job and jimmy kimmel probably jimmy kimmel uh wouldn't have a job from from a lot of that so you know i they had definitely had their place and i think they made their mark more so than any uh morning crew because they were always the underdog you know, in the beginning they were the underdogs to mark and brian and i, yeah. I didn't but it wasn't for me then either that that was for older people you know so they uh yeah i and to be real i mean you know i don't know how much how many kids actually listen to that anymore i mean we know are you know it's mostly it's mostly adults and it's so funny to me because like if you go on their facebook page and every time k-rock posts like whatever thing they're gonna post all these people are just talking crap and i'm like I've, you know, have a fight with myself because I'm like, don't even start nothing, Eddie. Don't even start nothing. Because <laughs> no I'm, I'm like, why do you even follow them then? Like, then don't follow the freaking page. Like, you're so, ugh. I don't get people. I really don't. But. <laughs> That's, hey, I don't, yeah. 
I'm the same way. I think we're all kind of the same way at this point. Like I do nothing but sit on the internet or sit on Facebook and I read through people's shitty comments like on CNN. And it's like, why do you follow CNN if you don't believe anything that they are telling you? Exactly. Why? Why? They love the drama. It's the drama. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. So fitting, fitting with the episode. Well, um, so it's my turn then, right? It's your turn. Okay. Uh, so when you think about dramatic, dramatic songs, um, I actually really like this this band, uh, Orange County band. They're actually singers from Whittier, uh, but uh, it's a uh, Drama Rama is the name of the band. But you know, you've heard the song, anything, anything. I mean, this guy will do anything, anything. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, here it is. Anything, anything by Drama Rama. Classic song. You can't yeah. hate that song. No, yeah, holy, the Holy Goalie. Have you guys ever yeah. been to the Holy Goalie? Oh, no, that's <laughs> that uh, that that guy, um, um, uh, John Easdale. Uh, I I was actually on a, a host of a small a co-host of a small uh, FM station in uh, Laguna Beach, and we had him come in and do um, uh, you know an interview, and he brought a little. A little like a very small. It wasn't a ukulele, but it was a very small guitar, and he played like a real mellow version of anything, anything with his voice. And dude, it was haunting. I, I, it's one of the few moments where I actually was like, I was very yeah. impressed with just one. And he's a huge man. He's like six four, six five, <laughs> and he wears everywhere. Everywhere he goes, he looks like trench coat mafia. He's got like a black duster, like a cowboy <laughs> duster on, yeah. a black t shirt. Like, dude, hey, John Easdale, I'm a fan. So. uh yeah, anyway, anything, anything. Pretty cool. But, perfect. Uh, perfect. What do you got, Julia? What it, well, I was going to ask a question. In the, in the spirit of drums, what's your favorite, like, celebrity dramas right now? Mm. Ooh. Am I following um, celebrity drama right now? Um, so oh, you know what? what right what's, his, what's his name? Um, that Quache 69, whatever that fool's name is. Oh, that guy. The Quache means possum, <laughs> possum in Spanish. <laughs> uh, I, can't, oh. I can't believe he got out. Right? And he's like, oh, I'm going to get the Rona. Okay, what's your. I'm surprised okay. he's still alive. Okay, I know. Wait. I don't know what this is about. It's a guy that's tattling on a bunch of people, right? Yes. yes. And then the Kashi six nine, but the drama right now is he tried to donate two hundred thousand dollars to a children's charity, uh, and they denied it. Yeah. And the reason is, is he's a registered sex offender. Like he had this relations with a thirteen year old, and he tries to claim he was seventeen, but it's like, nah, dude. Like, yeah. don't try That's to rebrand what yourself. Posted about the other day, I was so confused, but I was like, it's funny, but I don't get it. Yeah, no, but you'd be surprised. There's like a lot of people that support him, and it's just like, then you'd support rape? Like, I don't understand. Like, he, like he's raped women. He's beat them. He's a terrible, terrible he's trash. person. He's he garbage. Is trash. trash is trash is trash. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, 
but that's my that's 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 the only one I'm keeping up with. You know, I don't keep up with the Kardashians because they get on my nerves. So <laughs> I love all the hate that Tyra Banks is getting right now. Why? I didn't hear about that. Okay, so people are going back and watching America's Next Top Model, oh, okay. and they're like, uh, so in one episode, she told a, a black model to fix a gap in her teeth because it's not. I remember that. It's not attractive. <laughs> But then for a white model, she she's like, oh, your gap is what's going to make you. Because of Madonna. Yeah. And then there was another one where the girl was pregnant and she's like, oh, so you're going to choose this child over your career. <gasps> like to- trying to talk yeah. her into like getting rid of the kid or the baby. Um, she was straight up garbage it, on that show. It, I mean, the show was garbage, but for at oh, that yeah. time, but at that time, I mean, as a society, we progress and everybody grows up. So of course, that type of show would not fit into right oh. now because we've all grown. So, but back then, I mean, it made money. It had how many freaking episodes, uh, seasons? Oh, I like over that. twenty. Yeah, at like twenty. Yeah. So I think it's still on. Is it still on? I think it, it is. Um, I don't know. I think they just redid hosts, one though. of them. They redid one of them. Uh, uh, Project Runway, I think they redid where they, it's. Uh, oh, they rebooted it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's on. It might be on Amazon Prime, and then the the clothes are meant to be sold on Amazon Prime or or yeah. on on Amazon at some point. That's I think a, I think the last I think the last American not, not American not American Next Top Model because they they had male and female compete. I think that was oh, the last. Cool. Yeah. I think that was the last of it, but you know, they shouldn't be picking on my go head faux head. <laughs> I get all my drama from from Vanderpump Rules. That's my show. <laughs> I'm all about that. I'm all about that. You believe this fucking Jack Sky? That's what I say. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know Julia doesn't watch that show. So. I don't, but I do watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That's I do Christina's too. Jam. Yeah. So I, like, I give up. So like when Kim and Courtney got it. That was the best. I loved it. I was. I saw the clip. I was standing in the kitchen eating, and I saw it. I was like, "Oh shit, what?" (laughs) (laughs) It went on for a while too. Like, I just saw the. I just saw the memes because when Kim gets slapped against the the wall, you see her makeup. Just (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like Chloe's wiping the wall. Yeah, (laughs) she's like, "Damn, that was funny. That was funny." And then, oh well, then I guess. With a little saint calling or North calling out Kim on her video. I don't know uh, if you guys saw that one. Oh, yeah, where she so was in her that. bathroom? No, or- there's another one where Kim's like, You guys should check in on your family. And North's like, You should check in on your kids <laughs> and not your family. And Kim looks like she really wants to, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's trying Back so hard to stay. Yes, yeah. I love it. Can you, ma- can you imagine that kid in five years? That kid, yeah. in, I mean, geez. You oh, know what? She's gonna she's gonna take down her mommy and her daddy. Good for her. Yeah. No <laughs> um, my little Norteña. <laughs> One of my favorite Instagrams is Norris's Black Book. So mm. it's a fake account from the perspective of North, and it's like <laughs> my. So it'll show a picture of like. Chloe or and one of her kids are like, well, my assistants are here today to see what for me. And it's she's told it's totally like shitting on the Kardashians the whole time. Oh my gosh. It's so funny, but it's from like this six-year-old's perspective. Perspective of it. it. That's too well, funny. Christina follows that one where it's what what is it? The the Royals, the the, the oh, little it's, prince. It's Gary oh Gary just something, but he uh uh Prince William's little boy, what's his name? 
Was it George? No. I don't know. But he 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 superimposes him in all these different situations, making fun of like the royals and stuff like that. He's like, Yeah, you better pick up my shoe. Like <laughs> at a park and he lost his shoe and there's somebody picking it up for him. They they make him look like Macaulay Culkin in the good son. Like they oh, make him oh, wow. and he's all really judgy. It's really funny. It's really funny. It's lovely. Yeah. All right. So, um, speaking of celebrities, I mean, these are the biggest divas, I think, out there right now. We're going to play Lady Gaga and Beyonce's Telephone, because it's all about, like, a drama-filled night out with your girls that you're trying to avoid, but happens anyways. Mm -hmm. With your flip phone, yep. Yep. Whatever, Beyonce. Whatever. You Beyonce. Beyonce. Whatever. Beyonce and Gaga, you, you want it all. They want it all. Now they're going to team up. What are you going to do next? Play for the Dodgers? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I miss baseball. I do too. Baseball. I, I miss baseball, but I don't think I miss it enough. I watched a couple of Malaysian like games. <laughs> Why? Why? Dude, I was missing it, so I, I, I want to watch it. And I got to tell you, the uh, the dragon – or no, the uh, it's the monkeys. They're, there's a team called the monkeys, and they're pretty fucking lights out. Although, I bet Cal State Fullerton could beat them on a good day. <laughs> it's desperate. Yeah, it's desperate. Well, and then the Korean League is playing too, so I guess if I really wanted to. It's like they had all these guys. It's like I hope they can pronounce all their names. It was like Sung Hoi <laughs> and all these other ones. And then one of them was like – Carlton Preston. (laughs) (laughs) That was his American name. That was his American name. (laughs) All right. Eddie, your song. This is your last song. It is. So I'm going to have to say, I would have to go, and I'm not a big country, country fan. There's certain songs. I mean, this Dixie Chicks, you know, yeah, I like them, but I'm going to say uh, before he cheats. By Carrie Underwood. Cross carry fucking <laughs> Underwood. That's the moral right. of this story, okay? I got to tell you, at American Idol, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, she's like, she's got to be the best one, right? Like, uh, hello, Kelly Clarkson. I know. How are you saying this? How dare you? Yeah. Every other one has a huge, huge career still, right? Isn't well, she show? was the only. Well, so does Kelly. Kelly Clarkson, oh, but she has a Car- talk show now, right? Yeah, does she? Carrie- yeah, it's called the oh. Kelly Clarkson Show. Damn. All right. Um, Carrie was the only country singer from American Idol, so that's why she became big, I guess, because country's big. So <laughs> yeah, it would well, be, country's big everywhere else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It would be like Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson, 
and then the dude that's in Queen right now. Oh, Adam Lambert. Yeah. Adam Lambert, yeah, yeah. Right. Those are like the three big But did he win? Did he win Aiken? Did he win? No, he didn't. No. Clay Aiken? Rubens, oh. he lost to Ruben Stutter. No, Clay Aiken didn't win, but he's another big one. He's and not wow. big at all. He didn't he's have on a career office. on Broadway. Wow. wow. He looks like a paranoid android, dude. He looks like he'd be in a in a Radiohead video. <laughs> he's a politician now, too. I yeah, think. he's a politician. Yeah, yeah he's a politician. I uh, see Jack- Tom York dancing now. Oh. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson as well. Jennifer oh, Hudson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she got passed on though, right? Like, didn't didn't she get eliminated? And that was like kind of the revenge thing. Like, well, I yeah, think, she uh, won an Academy Award. She won an yeah. Oscar. Like yeah. two years later, I think uh, I think Simon. Simon basically voted her out or whatever it was. I don't know. Anyway. But, uh, all right. So that, that leads me into the segue, uh, because okay. you played an American Idol one. I actually had this on my list. So just cause it's anthemic and dramatic. Uh, I'm going to play Kelly Clarkson first time, first time for everything. And I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play my life would suck without you. So there it goes. Oh, Kelly Clarkson, she's forever my idol. I said the biggest crush on her when she first started. Yeah, I don't. Christina's making weird, weird gestures. I don't know what she's. Yeah, doing. I don't know what okay. she's doing. We waited the we waited the rep, requisite five <laughs> seconds, so I'm just gonna keep going. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know anything about Kelly Clarkson other than the fact she won American Idol, and I know like two of her songs. I know the song that you play all you played on the show, uh, Julia, and uh-huh. I know her American Idol song. And I know this song. <laughs> I like that she's like a little chubs and she's keeping it real and she just is who she is. Well, she's I mean, four know? kids later, how can... She has four kids? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. I did not know and, that. And she's married to, I think he's a baseball player? No, she's married to Tom York from Radiohead. <laughs> oh, right. Um, he's like, can you imagine they're in Texas? He's like... Babe, get oh, your no. shit together. I want to go to Golden Steer. <laughs> Actually, her mother-in-law is Reba McIntyre. What? Shut up. Yeah, she married. Uh, it's actually, well, it's her stepson, but still. That's huh. crazy. Yeah, but they, I think they have, they have four kids together, so good for her. Good for her. She's allowed. Yep. He's got that tied in that Kelly Clarkson money. That guy's smart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So we've had a pretty drama-filled episode. Eddie, how do you, like, when you feel, like, pent up and all, like, built up and you want to respond and, you know, we're in these crazy times where you're just super stressed out, how do you, like, come down from that and relax yourself? Like, how do you Um, get out of that zone? I don't think I do. I think it just stays in. (laughs) I mean, you know, a lot of friends call me petty because i'm petty but also i'm not uh, i had somebody like they're like oh well you're just petty and i'm like no i'm only petty when i'm provoked i don't go out and you know my mama said don't start and there won't be none 
So that's my motto. I think I, I would I would just get lost in music or honestly, you know, smoke a joint. Like it relaxes me. Do you do you feel do you like um I always say like I have a I'm not I'm not necessarily petty, but I have a very long memory. I have a very long memory. Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh that's where I'm not petty uh instantaneously, but I will not yeah. forget anything. And so mm-hmm. we'll be three years down the line, it'll be like yeah, I'm, right. yeah. yeah. I was talking about the Carl's Jr. that time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm the same way too. I can remember something that happened, and it's funny because it has to be some like something that will trigger the memory, and it's like boom, boom, boom. I'm like, oh yeah, you stole ten dollars from me, or so you know what I mean, or some random stuff like that. But yeah, I can I do have a good memory, but not on point. Like I won't remember at the moment. It just mm-hmm. has to come. Yeah. It has to come naturally to me. When you're laying in bed trying to go to sleep and you're like, <laughs> yeah. this bitch. Yeah, she right. fucking lied to me. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, that one time, she took my candy bar. You know what's amazing is when people put it together in their minds of the, the conspiracy that is happening around them and all of a sudden it's like, oh. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the amazing piece. I can't think of anything. Uh, I can only think of stuff at my work that happens, which would not make sense in this setting. But, but like, yeah, uh, there's been times when I woke up in the night and been like, oh, shit. <laughs> I just put yeah. that together. I, I, I just I, I, put it together for me. And the thing is, I always, any argument I go into, I always have receipts. I'm not going in half-ass or even when I, when people come after me, like on social media, I would go to their page and I'll go and look a little bit and then be like, okay, well, you did this. Remember, you know, it's like, it's true. It's on your social media. I yeah. just, yeah, it's very, he knows you're a stalker when you call him out. You know, why are you even <laughs> yeah. on this? Why don't you go back to go eat at Sizzler? You've been there three times this month. <laughs> I just, you just got to know your enemies. You just got to know your enemies. Know. <laughs> Ammo. Ammo. All right, Julia, I think it's you. All what, right. What you well, you're the last yeah, one. this is the last song. I'm kind of stuck, but I think this will kind of like, it's kind of trying to talk people out of the dramas. So we're going to play TLC Waterfalls oh. because you're trying to keep them away. You're trying to not make them go into that. To that the waterfall? Chapter. Yeah, into the chat room, you know? Chat rooms aren't a thing anymore. Message boards? Egg sex location? Yeah. (laughs) Check out my aim, guys. All right, let's hear it. R.I.P. T-Boss. R.I.P. Wait, no. Left Eye. No, left Eye. T-Boss oh, she still alive. Sorry. You can't handle another death today. Right? Like, what? Know, right? No, no more. No more. I know. Seriously, right? Now, uh, that song's always good. Another brainwash rotation song on MTV when it came out. That was like a big deal when that song came out. But Yeah. Yeah. Metaphor for AIDS, Julia. Metaphor for AIDS. Let's go chase it. I have this cassette. That's all yeah. I know. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, so well, I think uh, I think we did pretty good with dramatic songs. I think we ran I the think gamut, so. ran the gamut of dr- drama songs. So, 
Um, Eddie, how can people find you? Do you want people, A, do you want people to find you? If you can, you can <laughs> handle. Uh, they could say, you know what? I was listening to you and you sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, you ugly. And then I get bad. Ugly, and then <laughs> I can put it, yeah. Uh, yeah, my Insta handle is Bristol Gray with the E. Uh, B-R-I-S-T-L-W-G-R-E-Y. Um, but yeah, that's what I have. I had, I do have snap, but I don't really use it. I use it as for the filters. That's it. So for the <laughs> folks who are looking for your work, they can watch all the, the last five seasons or so of South Park. Is, is that right? Uh, nine seasons, I think. Nine seasons. There you go. Yeah, cool. this, this will be my ninth season starting later this year. Awesome. Well, that's great. What is it on? Is it on like Hulu or something? It, it is now. Yes. It's uh, normally it airs Comedy Central. And then if you have a Hulu account, uh, you're able to watch season one, episode one, actually. You know, I have to admit that uh, the first, the very, I was on uh, tour with a, with a band the very first time we saw the VHS of uh, the um, Jesus versus Santa Claus. You know, oh, gosh. Yeah. Episode. And it was like wildfire um, at the time. It's like we showed it to everybody. It was amazing. And then when the <laughs> when the series got picked up, I watched the first season pretty religiously. Got to about the third or fourth season. And to be honest, I haven't watched it regularly since then. But every time it's on, it's something that's hilarious and relevant. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. So I just got to make it a point to to watch it more. I think you know they did they did switch the format. I mean, before it would just be random episodes. And I want to say the last three or four years, there's been like a storyline, sort of like a Oh, cool. Cliff, cliffhanger stuff like that and and i think that's what maybe is still i mean besides that it takes six days to make an episode i think is what makes it still relevant is that people like to follow a a storyline story even though some people are like yeah they just i just want you know just play an episode but okay so other than the episodes that you were in is there a, a must watch episode for people who are kind of in and out of it um, you know what? I would have to say there's the trilogy. So I was never big a Game of Thrones fan until after we, we did a parody of it. I saw it. Yeah, and it, was it was just hilarious. I mean, so I would have to say that. I think it's called Black Christmas. Yeah. And, and it's pretty <laughs> cool. They they all kind of have to have alliances for the, for the <laughs> game that's coming out and they're going to Black Friday and it's pretty or, cool. Or, yeah, Black I think I'm sorry, Black Friday, not Black Christmas. They would say Friday. <laughs> You, they, they would say, and, and here's the thing, which you got to know what the guy's right. If it's already bad, what you think it's on air, imagine what doesn't. Because there yeah. we have a legal department yeah. that says, no, you motherfuckers cannot say this. <laughs> Go and rewrite it. That's a pretty pretty aggressive legal department because there's some of the shit that gets on. It's like, whoa, what? Yeah, trust me. Trust me. There's, there's times when I get my work and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Do they record that anyways? And like at some point, maybe there'll be like an uncut version of everything that people yeah, see. Yeah, everything like gets recorded. He's like, no, you can't. No, no, no. Okay, they, cool. they, yeah, everything gets. It's after the fact that when they get shut down and saying no, you guys can't say this, and then they get rewritten. But yeah, everything, even if it wasn't just recorded, like the script's already there. You know, so. Right on. Got it. Crazy. Awesome. Well. Uh, Julie, thanks, thanks for lot, being Eddie, on thanks our show. Here. Thanks for having me, guys. Julie, have anything you need to plug or any announcements? Nope. I sure don't <laughs> either. So. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Well, hey, Eddie, thanks very much, and uh, 
everybody else out there, uh, listen for the uh, mini episode that's coming uh, after this. So talk to you soon. Yeah, stay safe from the Rony. Stay safe from the Rona. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast was created by Julia Halpern and produced by me, Christina DLT. Sound Engineering by Dwight Francis Productions. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, or wherever fine podcasts like this are found. For more content and a list of songs for each episode, head to our website, mixtapemixtapepodcast.com, or find us on Instagram at mixtapemixtapepodcast. See ya! All right, and show in. Good job, guys. Yeah. That and was thank, fun. Thanks, sir. Thank, thank you for you. coming on finally, Eddie. I nailed it down. You had no excuses. I know. I was like, shit, what can I say that I can't do? <laughs> <laughs>